0: Power over by utterances. Shape my correspondence as you will. And power These are the recordings of Dr. Cornelius Plink. The Acton Police Department has been quite aggressive in questioning me about the body that we found behind my offices a fortnight or so ago. They seem to think that I might have killed question here to do me harm? And will my guardian angel, the one who actually performed the rearrangement of said gangster's neck, be about to protect me if this happens again? The dock workers, the ones with the gills and the rather bulbous eyes, have all disappeared, vanished, without a trace. The managers and owners of the dock's ships and warehouses are now in the awkward position of having to ask the previous, less skilled, inclined to come back between you and I, dear listener. This does fill my heart with a bit of immature glee. These shipping magnets consider me as part of their upper class outfit, at least until I insist that they treat their people with more respect and safer working conditions. At that point, they suddenly all forget to invite me to their soirees. I help those workers, the ones they can't breathe in the water, I mean, make those fat cats grovel a little before they make their return. stating that we citizens of country should ignore the weather. i busy with work, and I would not have noticed the weather at all. But now, I'm curious. I want to look out my office door, but the flyer says there shall be penalties supplied for those ignoring you in order to ignore. Ugh, this is maddening. What is going on with the weather? What is going on? has the cellar. When did that get there? Miss Wheaton, my housekeeper, is kind enough to bring me a picnic basket to my office for my luncheon today. Chicken salad sandwiches. She even made two. Perhaps she's worried I am becoming too thin. But her amicable visit suddenly turned sour when I thanked her and sent her on her way. She stolen it out of here, slamming this door shut behind her not even have the chance to ask her what the weather was doing out there. You didn't think I'd forgotten about you, dear listener, did you? I'm very curious about anyone who may be listening to my recordings. Be one week later, or decades after my hopefully natural death. Are you right handed? What do you do for a living? How are your fingers? No arthritis I hope. Do you have two levels? If so, you enjoy them as often as you should. I do so hope all is well with you. That is not well. I hope you will let me know if there's any way I can be of any assistance. Another fire was shoved under my office door. It's not safe to observe the weather. various sizes are staggering around as a trunk, tittering out noises that sound surprisingly like human giggling. A single empty morphine capsule was found in Christchurch Cemetery, surrounded by dozens of tiny roto footprints in the dewy grass. If you'll recall, a single vial of morphine was stolen from my offices some weeks ago. Did someone use that morphine to create an epidemic of opiate-addicting critters? That's the last thing we need so close to Christmas! Three days ago, I had to make a late-night run to an elderly lady who had a severe allergic reaction to the spider bite. That will teach her to bite spiders. On the way back, I crossed over the Boston Main Railroad line, which lies just north of the Mismatown River. I spotted a train there, long and black. The train had no lights, only sparks talking and spitting from its wheels and smoke when it moved. It made it sound not unlike the laugh of a digested hyena. Where had it come from? Where was it going? I couldn't say. I'll tell you this though. The sound of the screens coming from the passenger compartments. I can't imagine the destination is any place pleasant. The sweetemoo has been coming by my office more often the briefest moment. I confess, I thought she might be looking to spend more time in my company. But yesterday, she concerned herself specifically with the sample of dead earth I had taken from the playground at Armitage and Federal Streets. She asked me multiple questions. What could cause earth to be completely organism-free like this sample? Why would it spread? Is it toxic? Not exactly the type of dialogue one expects from the hired help. I asked why she was so curious. She shrugged and told me that she had to make conversation somehow, since I was so bad at starting one of my own. Really, the woman is truly the very picture of an Christmas time is well nigh upon us. It's an awkward time of year in Arkham, specifically for parents of young children. We of course received tales from other towns and cities of how jolly old St. Nick scampers down chimneys to deliver toys to all the good little girls and boys the world around. This leaves local parents with some explaining to do, as all Arkham chimneys are lying with spikes to keep out the more aggressive breeds and that. The has not stopped pitching since then, which is a common symptom of such an occurrence. Following that Tuesday, there was that Wednesday that absolutely everybody in town is still talking about. That, of course, was the day that the Arkham Advertiser ran that front page that was entirely black. But not black black. More of an overwhelming sense of falling into an endless void black. Everybody who saw that front page, fell asleep for the better part of the afternoon. And now, my good friend Miles Showpony, the top local dentist, has told me that he had a sudden rush of patients who all reported having a pair of extra teeth growing towards the back of their mouths. I must confess, this news has me constantly running my tongue with my own teeth. Things do feel a bit more crowded back there. In my ongoing attempts, be a better member of the urban community, went to last week's town hall meeting. It wasn't held at the real town hall, though. It was held at the other one, the pretty one, with the stained glass windows where apparently nothing real gets done. The meeting was one hour long and nobody said a thing of value. In fact, nobody said anything at all. We were forbidden from speaking. I cleared my throat once and earned quite a few stern glares. On the bright side, There are some excellent finger sandwiches from Levi's Delicatessen. Bishop Tantrum asked me to stop by. He screamed, and screamed, and screamed, always screaming as Bishop Tantrum. He managed to write me a note, which is no easy task when one is constantly screaming at the top of one's salt. He said that I should not give up on the people of Argo, that there were good people here, well worth fighting for. down, as he does, from all that screaming. Still, when a screaming man of God asks you to fight the good fight, you commit. There was a heavy snowfall Monday before last, but then it stopped. The snowfall, I mean. I don't mean that there's no more snow in the sky. There was plenty. I mean, it stopped. Every flight ceased its descent, and precisely six. The E.M. hung completely motionless in the sky for roughly one minute and six seconds, despite the steadily blowing cold, cold wind. Then it started up again, like getting with more of the white stuff. It was like a photograph that had stopped mid-spin, then started up again. I was going to bring it up in that town hall meeting. But you know how that went. A young lady, hanging I mean the name of, I kid you not. We would came to me with a sore ankle. She's a dancer in the dance hall down by the docks, the knees-up dance hall, and is worried about how long her ankle which she expect, to keep her from being able to work. She was quite charming, although I only understood about half of what she was saying. She kept using phrases like, the cat's pajamas and the eel's ankle, both of which I believe means something is good. She have said a juice joint, she wagged her finely arched eyebrows when she said it, perhaps it means something more. She was quite flotations, tapping my biceps as I examined her ankle, saying she didn't know a doctor could be quite so gentle, asking if I was a war hero, which I assured her I was not. This stopped by partway through the examination, bringing me a pack of the conversation became more difficult as the beautiful kept banging about plates of utensils and utensils as she impacted my food. At any rate, listeners out there looking for a doctor should know that I apparently know my onions, which I believe is a recommendation from Miss Commonrads. Civic workers have been sent out to round up the aforementioned giddy rodents playing our fair town. Meeting, so I'm not expecting much. Miss Weed will wag a finger at me today for not letting. of her shows at the knees-up dance hall. Perhaps he would take her up on the offer. This woman loured at me, but she could find nothing more to say. I think we can chalk this one up as a win for yours, truly. The fellow, by fellow I mean gangster, with the odd section marks on his torso, returned to my office one night last week, just as I was closing up. I was apprehensive at first, since another gangster had been found dead behind my office not so long ago. However, this man was in no state to do me much harm. He was quite emaciated since last I had seen him. His cheek and collarbones poked out. There were exceptionally dark bags under his eyes. He could have played in his ribcage like in He insisted that he was eating more than double his usual amounts. But it didn't matter. He was continually hungry. Of course, main attraction, as it were, was a collection of octopus-like sucker marks that crisscrossed his chest in the back. I had expected them to fade over time. Quite the opposite had occurred. They were a brighter purple red than I remember, and had raised up on his skin somewhat with low dinner plates. I insisted that he go to the hospital, but he refused, saying that I was the only doctor in town that the boys trusted to keep my mouth shut. I'm not sure I like being the go to sawballs and violent moose others. But I did swear an oath to help everyone, I shall always endeavor to keep it. I gave him a prescription for a heavy dose of vitamins which he is to follow, which will be followed by steroids if necessary. I would test him for various toxins, but I lacked the equipment to make a thorough investigation. If only he would tell me what caused the marks. Upon inquiry he shut his lips and shook his head. Saints preserve us from stubborn patience. The town attempted to set up a skidding rink for the general public near Town Hall. However, since the ice screams every time someone puts a plate to it, admittance is limited to adults only since it seems to be overly traumatic for children. As I bid my adieu from you in this particular recording, I leave you with a bit of wisdom I picked up during the war yourself without direction, that way. No, not that way. No, not that way, either. Merry Christmas, everyone. Overnight for observation was created by Daniel Fox. Daniel is the author of the Eye of Life books, Warren Willard said in post-war Los Angeles.